series on the grace of God. Amen. And, 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 and this is something that, church, I want you to get it. I want you to get it. Now, you're going to have to renew your mind because a lot of things that we, we got saved and Christ, amen, by the power of the Spirit, recreated our spirit, brought it alive to God. Amen. But then we picked up the law. We picked up the works. We picked up, amen, self-abilities uh, 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 and, and, and all that. And we started leaning on our own abilities. We started leaning on our talents. We started leaning on our resources. And that's the way we present ourselves, based on our house, where we live, based on what we drive, based on what we wear, based on what we got in the bank. Amen. That's all good. It really is. Amen. And, and people want to live nice, wants to be able to go on a, on, on a uh, vacation, wants to, get on a, wants to go on a cruise. Amen. That's nice. That's wonderful. Amen. But above that, we have the grace of God. Amen. The grace of God. Hey, Pastor, let's read uh, uh, Colossians 2, verse 13, 14, and 15. Amen. Colossians 2, verse 13, 14, and 15. This is what we need to begin to put our faith in God for. He's already done it. But we need to begin to uh, believe God, trust God, that this is the power that's working over us. This is the power that's working in us. Amen. We need to look at that as we approach ministry. We need to look at that as we, amen, develop our families. We need to, we need to look at these things, amen, and begin to tell our minds, renew our minds that God has counseled the generational curse. We've done sin. Our forefathers have sinned. Amen. But we are not going to carry the iniquities of their sin. We're not going to carry the sickness and disease of their sin. We're not going to carry the habits of their sins. Amen. Christ gave us grace and grace blotted out all of those things that were written against us. Amen. So you got to begin to declare. You got to speak in your life, over your life on a daily basis. I'm delivered from generational curses. Amen. So my daddy may have been an angry man and he may have told his family up, but I'm not going to be an angry man and I'm going I'm not going to tear my family up. Amen. My mother may have been a careless woman. Amen. And told her family up. But I'm not going to be like that. Amen. I got the strength and the power of God to overcome all those habits. Overcome all those. Overcome all of those attitudes and all that kind of stuff that tore up my family. My God, I'm going to build a family for God's glory. And God has given me grace to do it. I'm going to get it done. We believe in God for the grace of God over this church. That we're going to have resources. We're going to have laborers working together to accomplish what God has given this church to do. Amen? Come on. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the written code with this regulation. Now, that's the thing right there. Church, you got to wake up in the morning. And you got to read this scripture and say, Lord, I'm believing you and trusting you, renewing my mind that you forgave me for all of my sins. Amen. Come on. So when the enemy come along and try, trying to bring poverty, lack, when he come along and try to bring bitterness, unforgiveness, you need to tell the devil right here, devil, this is where the bug stops. All right. All right. right here. I have been forgiven and there's no sin that I've committed that can dominate areas of my life and destroy it and bring death to it. I am healed by the blood of Jesus. I'm forgiven. And God has put, he has, he has presented me to the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have rights to healing and I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. I have rights to prosperity 
Amen. And the prosperity of the Lord is upon my life. It's working for me. I, my family, is delivered from alcoholism, drug addiction, is delivered from bitterness, anger, is delivered from holding grudges, and I'm free to have a family that glorify God. Amen. Amen. This is what I believe God has forgiven me of all of my sins. And he took the iniquities. He took all of the things associated with sin, with curses, with sickness, disease, lack, and all that. I am not going to tolerate it in my life any longer. I'm walking in the blessing and the provision of God when I'm in the marketplace, when I'm paying my bills. When I'm, amen, paying my house note, come on. I'm believing God for supply. I'm believing God for resources. I'm believing God for the ability to be able to do this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You got to walk and you got to talk and you got to declare what God has done for you through the grace of God. Come on, read. Amen. Having, con- having canceled the written code with its regulations, that was against us, that stood opposed to us, he took it away, nailing it to the cross. Now, see, church, what this means is that, see, things we've tolerated as believers under the law through the curse, we don't have to tolerate them no more. See, we've tolerated symptoms of sickness, disease, and infirmities that we don't have to tolerate no more. See, you might say, well, Pastor, what, well, how is it then, if Jesus blotted those things out, how is it that the symptoms are coming to our life, giving us heart disease, giving us cancer, threatening us with cancer, threatening us with, with, with different type of uh, conditions? Because the enemy is depending on us not to hold him to the word of deliverance that belongs to us. Amen. So what he has is not the, he don't have cancer to put on your body. He has symptoms of cancer. He don't have that, he don't have kidney failures to put on our bodies. But what he has is symptoms of kidney failures. Come on, somebody. See, we letting symptoms take us out. We let, see, symptoms, what they're doing, they, they look like the kidney failure. They look like the heart disease. They look like the cancer. They even act like the cancer. But the truth of the matter, cancer was put to death through the stripes of Jesus. And so we take that devil, we remind that devil, listen, all you got is symptoms, and we take authority over those symptoms. We bind those symptoms in the name of Jesus. We break those symptoms off of our body. We break the attachment of those symptoms in our body in the name of Jesus. See, some of you are dealing with poverty, lacking and fainting, financial falling short. See, those are symptoms. Jesus, through the blood, death, and burial, and resurrection, he broke that off. He blotted that lack. He blotted that poverty out of your life. And you got to begin to get into what God has given you. And you got to begin to walk it out. Tell that devil, you know what? This this lack is a symptom. Mm -hmm. Because you don't have the authority to bring lack against me. This this anger is a symptom. Because you don't have the authority to bring anger against me. Hello. Amen. This uh, grudge is a symptom because you don't have the authority to bring the grudge against me. Come on, somebody. This anger working toward my brother, working toward my sister, working toward my kinfolk. This anger is a symptom and I take authority over it because by the grace of God, he blotted it out and it has no business operating in my life. Amen. Amen. So I rebuke the symptom. Yes. Thank you, Lord. I rebuke the symptom. Somebody say symptom. I rebuke the symptom. Come on. I rebuke the symptom. I rebuke the symptom of anger. I rebuke the symptom of anger. I rebuke the symptom of unforgiveness. I rebuke the symptom of unforgiveness. I rebuke the symptom of sickness. I rebuke the symptom of sickness. I rebuke the symptoms of lacking. I rebuke the symptoms of lacking. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I bind it. I bind it. I rebuke it. I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus. I break sin control over this church. I break sin control over this church. 
over the families in this church. Off the individuals in this church. I break it off. I stand in the authority of God's word. And I rebuke that symptom. In Jesus name. Now just lift your hands up while God's angels begin to minister across your life, across your family, over your children, over your finances, over your health. We believe your report. We call symptoms broken off of us in our body, symptoms broken off of our finances, symptoms broken off of our relationships in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory. Come on, finish reading. Hallelujah. Verse 15 says, And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Amen. Jesus made an open show. He didn't do this in the corner somewhere. He was crucified out in the open. Come on. Amen. And his crucifixion, his crucifixion meant your deliverance. It meant your forgiveness. Yes. It meant your healing. Amen. It meant your provision. Amen. Your needs are met according to the word of God. Amen. 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 Paul said, amen, in Philippians 4 19, my God, uh-huh. your God, yes. shall uh-huh. have supplied all of your needs amen. according amen. to his riches, not your job, not your talent. But according to his riches and glory, he supplied your needs met. He supplied every one of your bills paid. He supplied all your transportation needs. He supplied all of your work needs. He supplied all of your counsel to your children. He supplied all the counsel to you and your wife. He supplied your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's the gospel right there. Come on, read. Yeah. Now we have an outline that we're going to teach on today, and it's it's it's, it's great. It's called the grace of God, the grace according to Jesus. Amen. 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 Not the grace according to our denominations. Not the grace according to our family line. Not the grace according to our culture. Not the grace according to our gender. It's the grace according to Christ. Amen. Amen. And this is what this church, I'm telling you, if I ever, if I never preach, I'm going to preach today. Amen. See, preaching is not how we entertain you. Preaching is the gospel that goes forth that God delivers us according to. Amen. Come on. This is good news right here. Amen. This is good news today. Amen. This is good news to you, Shalom. This is good news to you. Amen. The Lord has supplied all your needs. Amen. He supplied all your needs. Even if you don't have a job. Hello. He supplied all your needs. That's what God wants us to believe. Some of us that are in a job, in between jobs, God is saying to you, I want you to know that I supply all your needs according to not your job, but according to my power, my anointing, my angels that I anoint and I appoint and send them to open doors to you. Cause them to, oh man, to cause them to cause things that you need to come to pass. Come on. See, we, we serve a supernatural God. We serve a God that created the whole earth and everything in it. Right, right. Amen. But we serve. We 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 sometimes serve uh, 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 not this God. Come on. Come on. We go through the songs and we sing how great Thou art, but we really need to discover how great He is. Come on, somebody. We need to discover how great He is in your finances. How great he is in meeting your needs, taking care of your family. How great he is in protecting you in the, in throughout the, the elements of the community that you live in. How great he is. Come on, read. Jesus' blood paid the price for our past, present, and future sins. Now, Jesus' blood. See, we need to re, we need to rediscover the blood of Jesus. The grace of God. The mercy of God. Jesus through his blood. 
He supplied all of our needs. Come on, read. And that's over the top good news. He not only sacrificed his life for our sins, he also made available to us everything we will need for this life. Amen. See, now this is good news right here, church. It, 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 may, not, it may not preach you happy, but it'll preach you deliverance. Amen. 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 So we thank you, Father, today. We thank you that you've supplied all of our needs. You've forgiven all of our sins. We thank you, God, that what we need for our families, what we need for our children, what we need for this ministry, God, it's, the, it's already provided, God. And Lord, we rebuke the work of the enemy, the hands of the enemy, the structure of the enemy. Lord, you blotted that force out against us. It can't stop. It can't hinder. It can't, God, hold up the blessing, the needs of your people. God, we release those things, God, from those forces of the enemy. And God, we thank you for provision throughout this week. We thank you for provision, God, in the name of Jesus. Provision on the mental level, emotional level, provision on the material level, provision on the spiritual level. We thank you for the provision of the Lord through the grace of God in Jesus' name. He did it all. The grace of Christ is the only true gospel. It is the unmerited favor of Christ. Amen. See, God did us a favor. And some of us, we got to renew our minds. We got to go back to the favor of God. Because, see, we're living in the conditions of sin. We, we, we living in the conditions of sin. We, we, we are tolerating sickness. We're tolerating lack. We're tolerating arguments. We're tolerating anger, bitterness. We're tolerating separations. We're tolerating all kind of stuff. And Christ blotted that stuff out. Amen. He took that power that worked in our minds, that worked in our heart, that worked against each other. He blotted all of that out. So he said, now you can get up right now. You can get up and you can forgive your brother. You can forgive your sister. You can forgive, amen, your pastors. You can forgive, amen, and you can start doing what God has called you to do in your church. Come on, somebody. You, that devil been trying to been trying to lure you away with a bunch of anger and bitterness and with a bunch of excuses. Amen. You can stand in the face of that devil and tell the devil, you can back off of me. You are not going to control my services. You're not going to control my commitment to my local church. In the name of Jesus, I'm going I'm going to start walking in some love. I am not going to entertain unforgiveness. I'm not going to entertain division. I'm going to walk in some love. Come on, somebody. Preach. Woo. I told myself to preach. You hear that? Good God. Preach. We cannot work for this gift. We See, can only receive ahead. it by faith. See, now the grace of God is nothing that we can earn. As much as you keep the law, as much as you keep the commandments of God, you will never earn an ounce of God's grace, of God's forgiveness. Amen? Amen. Grace has been given to you out of God's love. And see, some of us, we need to begin to a uh, uh, bombard heaven with the great for the grace of God, Amen. See, some of us we we we, we there's uh, things that we're tolerating, and it's because we haven't renewed our minds. We're tolerating disease, we're tolerating anger and bitterness, we're tolerating separation, and and God says, no, no, no. Look what I've given to you. You've been delivered from all that stuff. You've been delivered from the stuff that's dividing your family. Yes, yes. You've been delivered from the stuff that's dividing your church. You've been delivered from that. And God says, quit walking in this stuff as if it still has power. All right. He blotted the power of this thing out against you. Amen. So we need to start walking in the grace of God. Yes. The power, the ability to, I'm, I'm going to forgive my brother. Amen. I'm going to forgive my sister. I'm going to forgive my uncle. I'm going to forgive my auntie. I'm going to forgive my brother in Christ. I'm going to forgive my sister in Christ. And I'm going to walk in some love. Because if I've forgiven them, then why am I still not talking to them? Why am I still avoiding them? The devil is alive. I'm pulling down this here. Amen. This anger. I'm pulling down this unforgiveness, this bitterness. I'm going to start walking in some love. Amen. Come on, read. 
we have right standing with God and we have been called to receive undeserved favor. Therefore, we should expect to walk in this favor every day. See, are we conscious of this church? No, we're not. We're not conscious of that, of un, what's the kind of favor? Unmerited favor. Amen. We're, we're not conscious of this unmerited favor, unconditional favor. Amen. See, there's an unmerited favor for you, Shalanda, to open doors to your employment. Amen. To open Amen. doors to a paid job. Hello, somebody. Right, to open, a jo- open doors to a paid job with benefits. That meets your needs. That meets some far and above what you can ask or think. Come on, somebody. See, you got to begin to mind yourself. You got to begin to put that in your mouth and begin to speak it and begin to watch the angels of God hold fast to it, grab a hold of it, and begin to open up doors for you. Amen. Come on. A, the grace of Christ is the gospel, the good news about what Jesus has done for us. Romans 1, 16 and 17. See, now the grace of God is the counsel of the good news of what Jesus has done for you. Now, you say, well, Pastor, if Jesus has done it for why are we dealing with sickness? Why are we dealing with unforgiveness? Why are we dealing with anger and bitterness? Why is our family ripped? Undivided. Why is this here? Because you got to execute this deliverance over your family, over your friendships, over your church. Come on, somebody. See, you got to get up and start walking in this grace of God. Amen. You got to start putting down some of the symptoms of this here unforgiveness. Put down the symptoms of of this here rivalry and all that kind of stuff. Say, I'm walking in love. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna carry another evil report against my brother, against my sister. I'm not gonna carry another evil report against my church. Amen. I'm I'm declaring the work of God in my church. Amen. I'm declaring the work of God in my family. How long is my? See, the enemy have a way of dividing us. Against each other because he uses it where, you know, the, well, you just don't want your kids attached to that stuff. No, you don't. But you, don't, you need to realize, what, whether are you doing this here because you are carrying fault against a member in your family? A member in your church? No, no. You're not above them. Amen? And so you saying God forgave me and God forgave them too. Amen? Amen. So, so no matter. See, some of us, and I was back there in my office today this morning, and God, God spoke a word to me. He said, "None, none of, none of you have a private sin that He hasn't delivered you from." Come on. See, the enemy will do that to us. You know, he said, "Well, you know, well, well, that's well, but you commit this sin. This sin is terrible." It don't make a difference how trouble it is. God forgave you. And you got to forgive yourself. And see, some of us, we say, we, I'm not holding no unforgiveness toward myself, but you are. Through tolerating certain things in your life. See, you tolerating that because you haven't forgiven yourself. See, see, the, the grace of God will raise you up, will pull you up by your collar and say, stand up and speak. Stand up and walk. Stand up and live. You're forgiven. You're free. Other people may not forgive you, but God has forgiven you, and you are free. So walk in your freedom. Amen. Amen. You don't have to convince everybody of your freedom. You don't have to convince everybody of your forgiveness. You You need to accept it for yourself, and you need to sit down and just write it down and say, you know what? See, this over here, this conduct right here is attached to my life because I haven't forgiven myself. I'm running. I'm, my thoughts are running crazy. Amen. I'm setting, I'm setting, uh, uh, I'm setting, uh, what's the word? Uh, I'm setting insecurity in my spouse because of this unforgiveness. See, I need to forgive myself. And I can start walking in a security that gives my spouse security. That hope that they need. Come on. 
Amen. See, some of you, some of you got friendships. And in that friendship, amen, it's so much condemnation that's plaguing that friendship. You see, you haven't forgiven yourself. And so you won't let yourself walk in forgiveness in that friendship. Come on. Read. Romans chapter 1, verse um, 16. It says, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes first for the Jews, then for the Gentiles. For in the gospel, a righteousness for in the gospel is righteousness from God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Amen. The righteous will live by faith. Now, what that means, church, if we receive this gospel of righteousness, if we receive this gospel of grace and mercy, then, church, I'm telling you, some light will come on in your mind. Some areas that you've been suppressed, that you've been held down, that you've been living under condemnation and fear, that you can't, you can't see a future. Amen. If you believe this message, it, it, it will erase, amen, all of that from you because Jesus blotted it out. Amen. So, but you've got to put your faith in God. And you've got to declare to God, Lord, I believe that you blotted out all the shame. Come on. Amen. I've done some things, God, that I should be ashamed of. I've done some things that they were to judge me according to it. I would be under the jail. I've done some things that I shouldn't be trusted but by grace, by your grace, God, I've been forgiven. All the judgment, all the curses, all the penalties has been lifted off my life. Amen. It don't make a difference. And I'm not saying this here cold-heartedly. I'm not saying this insensitively. I'm saying it by the word of God. For the word of God, Cedric Smith is delivered amen. for all the amen the, my mom when she went out on Friday nights and came back home with some shrimp fried rice and I went downstairs in the middle of the night and opened up that refrigerator door and took that spoon that was in that shrimp fried rice and I ate till I got happy I'm forgiven amen. I was wrong right. mama should have been able to leave her shrimp in the refrigerator amen Amen. But I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven of everything I do. Even the things that we do that are shameful. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven of the violation of my sisters that I committed. Hello. I'm forgiven. It takes time for them to forgive me. Amen. But I'm forgiven. And so I'm not going to walk under condemnation. I'm not going to walk under, come, uh, under shame. I'm not going to live on that because I'm forgiven. Not because I didn't do it. Because I'm forgiven. Amen. Amen. I stole things from my, my mama's purse. I stole change. And then I started stealing bills. But I stole them. And I'm wrong for that. I was wrong for that. But I'm not living under condemnation over that. I'm forgiven. Amen. I'm forgiven. There's things that even in discipline our children, my children. Then sometimes I was hard-hearted. Sometimes I lost sight of them. Amen. I'm forgiven, but it was wrong. But I'm forgiven. Amen. Amen. And if you are an adult and you still are holding grudges against your, the faults of your parents, man, God is forgiven them. I know it was terrible. It was painful for you. But God has forgiven them. And you need to forgive them as well. Amen. Amen. But see, you, got to, you need to consciously. See, some of us, we already know this. And so that, that cleanses us. But some of us, this offense to us was so real and devastating to us that we have to specifically touch that area and say, call it what it was. 
You know, I, I, I have a, a hardness in my heart against my mother, against my father, my auntie, my older brother, older sister. Amen. They whooped me, and I wasn't the guilty one. And that really hurt me. And I'm still carrying that hurt toward them. And I choose to forgive them today. I choose to. See, I'm, I, I avoid their phone calls. I avoid their company. But I'm pulling that down because it's not going to rule. Because God may have put his hands on my life to bring them to Christ. Come on, somebody. To deepen our area of their walk with Christ. Amen. So I repent of that. Come on, let's say it. I repent of that right now. I repent of that right now. I forgive their their actions toward me. No matter how it hurt. No matter how I remember it. By the grace of God, I'm forgiving them. I'm releasing myself from that pain, from that attack, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want somebody to stand on your feet and just give God praise for that. Stand to your feet. Just praise God by your standing to your feet. Thank you, God. We honor you, God. We bless you, God, for our freedom and our deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Read. The grace of God is the power of God, which brings salvation. Salvation includes deliverance, prosperity, healing, and soundness. Okay, salvation includes what? Deliverance. So, church, you know what? When you think about what you have in Christ, you have deliverance. Deliverance from any habit. Deliverance from any control of emotion, any control of anger, any control of jealousy, insecurity. You are delivered from all of those things. Jesus blotted out all of those controls over you and against you. And where the enemy set up, amen, a pattern of lifestyle based upon your sins, based upon the sins of others around you, you are delivered from that. Hello. You need to start looking, you need to start looking at what it looks like, what it feels like, amen, to live a life free from that stuff. Amen. 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 I'm telling you, when you get this inside of you, your money will start coming home. Your money will start coming home. Amen. Somebody say, Lord, I forgive. Lord, I forgive. And I'm forgiven. And and I speak to my monies. Monies come home. In the name of Jesus. I call you to my possession. In the name of Jesus. Devil, I command you to let go of my money. Circumstances, let go of my money. In Jesus' name. Y'all going to be buying Y'all going to be buying this tape. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, read. Prosperity. Prosperity. See, you've been delivered to prosperity. You say, I want pastor, I don't believe in prosperity. I'll tell you what. Well, you believe in poverty? Come on now. Come on. I don't believe in poverty, but poverty came anyway. Come on. Hello? <laughs> Amen. Amen. How many of you found it to be true? Right. You, ain't, you ain't never stood up in your mirror and said, poverty, come unto me. Take my finances. Make me short of money to pay my bills. Make me short of money to meet my needs. Oh, come, poverty. Come. You ain't never did that. But you think poverty waited for you to do it? Poverty said, I'm going. The devil said, I'll send it to them. They don't know the gospel yet. I'm going to say, but see, now that you know the gospel, you have the right to put your bills on the table and lay your hands on and say, I rebuke poverty off my bills in the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Church, you need to be assertive. You need to be, amen, aggressive in your faith, with your faith, for your deliverance through grace. Come on. Read. Healing. Come on. See, God delivered you out of symptoms of diseases, infirmities. Amen. And God gave you healing. And you need to, it don't make a difference how much or how hard symptoms are working against you. You need to stand up to that symptom, amen, and walk against it. 
Pastor Brenda yesterday, she uh, she woke up and she just was it was not feeling good. And I, I got up, I said, come on, baby, let's touch and agree in prayer, God. Let's touch and agree in prayer. Amen. And we claim that her, her healing, her Amen. deliverance. And she got up and she started, she went, she got up and she went to, she t- tore up some boxes down in the garage. And, and then she tore them up, put them in the van and took them up there to the, what's it called, place? The Recycle. And then she came back and she started doing some stuff upstairs in the uh, in, in her office. She started running the vacuum cleaning. Clean. You would never know that she was feeling any any symptoms. She walked against those symptoms. Amen. She walked against them like they wasn't active. Come on. Amen. Later into the evening, you know, I said, "Come on, baby, let's go get us something to eat." And the nice weather out there, let's go sit in the van and eat it. Amen. And, and so, and so she just, she was still in, still dealing with the symptoms, but she didn't she didn't let the symptom block and stop her from fellowship. Amen. Amen. She walked against it. She put that symptom under her foot, and she started taking a step forward. Amen. Amen. Went out there and got a call. We went out there and got us to we went to uh, steak and shake. Amen. Amen. It was good too. Amen. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Amen. And sound and soundness. And soundness. See, you need to look at your life mentally. Are you are you mentally sound? All right. Come on. You said no, Pastor. I, I'm not in the. Uh, I'm not in the uh, uh, institution and nothing like that. I'm not sitting under anybody's mental care. But I know there's some things mentally don't work for me. My memory is falling short. And I'm I'm young in the Lord. I'm sixty-two young. Hello. And my mind ain't got no business acting like this. So you need to lay your hands on yourself and say, in the name of Jesus, mind you better function and work according to the will of God, the desire that God made you for. And I want you to be, I want you to have the the long time of functioning well for me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lay hands on yourself. I'm telling you, church, we tolerate too much mess from the devil. We need to start rebuking sin control, sin symptoms. We need to start rebuking sin conditions and bring ourselves under the grace of God. Bring ourselves under the, under, the, under the blessing of God. Amen. Come on. Amen. I feel better even today. Amen. Amen. Not, as, not as good as I'm going to feel. Amen. Amen. But I feel better than I would have felt if I hadn't declared I'm going to walk in health and healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on. Hey, God has provided everything that pertains to life and godliness. See, think about that, church. See, when you see lack in your life, uh-uh, the devil is a lie. See, the devil is trying to get you to agree on some lack in your life. He's trying to get you to agree with some confusion in your life, some disorder in your life. Amen. When things are out of control and out of order in your life, you need to lay your mouth on it and say, you will come under control and you will come under the order of God's blessing on my life. Amen. Amen. Don't sit back and tolerate, oh, my kid, oh, he, he's a bad little rascal. Quit speaking that over right, your child. Right, right. Amen. But he is bad. No, he's not bad. He got symptoms of badness. Amen. That you need to rebuke and you need to train him how to work, how to do what he needs to do the right way. Amen. Come on. B, in other words, everything we will ever need on this planet has been provided for us through the finished works of Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to close your eyes for a minute. I'm not going to, nobody's going to steal your person. But close your <laughs> close your eyes, man. Just leave the left one open just a little bit, so, <laughs> so you can see. <laughs> Amen. But just close your eyes for a minute. Now, God, and read that again, Pastor. The last part. In other words, everything we will ever need on this planet has been provided. Everything for us. that you need for your family, to raise your family, to provide for your family, to manage your family. Those things have already been spoken to by God's grace. And he says, when, when you come into agreement with this promise, then it will, those things will be released. There's not a demon in hell 
that can hold up what you need. There's not a human being that can stop what you need. You are walking. You've been delivered from the lack. You've been delivered from the, uh, from the curses. And you've been put into more than enough. Come on. I'm telling you, sir, you can walk around your house and look at you got more than enough. Amen. 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 You can look in your purse and see you got more than enough. Amen. Amen. But you got that. That ain't what God's, God didn't say. When you see more than enough, stop praying for it. No, he said pray. Because, see, if God supply you with more than enough, I'm sure you can find somebody that needs Amen. some of what you got. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. And start giving it away. And watch that more than enough. Keep on flowing. Keep on flowing. Keep on flowing. Yes. Amen. I was out there in the driveway yesterday. And I told Pastor, I was sitting on my jag. I said, well, I want to get a Lincoln town. And so she reminded me, well, what is it going to cost to get the, get the jag fixed? I said, probably about $1,600. I mean, no, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm almost getting over my jag. Yeah. Amen. And so I started thinking about it. I said, well, yeah, I can get this done. I can get this done. Because it's good. I mean, it got about 80,000 miles on it. Amen. It's good condition. Amen. And if I sold it, somebody would get a good car. A good deal. Amen. But I just, I, it, there, was just a, there was just something in me that said, man, I have my eyes on Lincoln Town. I said, boy, that sure be nice. Sure be nice. Sitting in my driveway, driving into church. Amen. You pull up in my Lincoln in the driveway out there in the church. What pastor? We, uh, amen. So it's, anyway, that's just my <laughs> whoo, glory to God. So I got to I got to control my need, my my needs. Amen. Because I can start claiming a need. Amen. And, and boy, I tell you what, cars come from everywhere. Amen. So we have to realize, once you understand the anointing that is on you through grace, your needs, all your needs, brother, son, your business needs, will be flowing and flowing, and you'll just be still, you praying, and God bring it forth, God bring it forth. You'll be, you'll be praying, God, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Lord, there's so much coming. I got to, I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to broaden my business, Lord. I need to broaden my business, you know, because you opening up doors and God, you bringing resources and provision. Lord, you giving me so much, but Lord, you give me, I see an overflow coming and you want me to hire somebody. Amen. Because somebody need to get this overflow. Hello. See, we need to know how to manage the blessing of God on our lives. Amen. Amen. You got to see the blessing all over your kids. You got to see them bless. Oh my God, bless! There's a blessing all over my kids. Amen. That the Holy Spirit of God, the angels of God, are bringing in resources, meeting their needs. My God, they better. Oh Lord, you need to ask them. Are you? Are you? Are you watching your mouth? Do you know the blessings that are on you, that are targeted toward you, that is about to overtake you? See, you got to begin to declare to yourself, church, there's blessings that's about to overtake me. There's blessings that's about ready to come on my head and snatch me by my head. Now, whoo, God, good God. Amen. I'm going to be in the grocery store and blessings going to come and bad deals going to just start. Ah, look at this, Jesus. Amen. So you got to declare what's yours and let God figure out how to bring it to you. Amen. 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 So, Lord, we just want to thank you for the blessing of the Lord that is on our head. We want to thank you for the blessings of the Lord that is on our children's head. We want to thank you for the blessing of the Lord that's on our pastor's head. We want to thank you for the blessing of the Lord that's on our, our, the congregation of our church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive it now in the name of Jesus. Now watch. Now look for God to move on your life in blessings throughout this week. Amen. Don't just keep praying prayers and don't expect results. Pray and expect results. Amen. B, God has made a new covenant with us, one that is based on his faithfulness, not ours. Now, see, this is something that we got to get delivered from. 
See, our faithfulness is necessary, but we got the wrong perception. We got the wrong motives working through our behavior. Amen. We think that if we do all that, go to church, pay tithes, you know, and, and, you know, do good works, then somehow we got those things saying in our prayers, God, I ask you to do this here. In the back of your mind, you're saying, because I did this. Because I don't do this. No, no. God, I'm asking you by the word of God. You said in your word that you would do this, God. And Lord God, this has nothing to do with my behavior. So Lord, my behavior can't get it for me. And my behavior can't stop it from coming. Amen. And see, that don't mean that you live in kind of a way that you want to live. It means that church, you just need to break that control of sin off your life. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to look to God for my needs, man, based upon my obedience. Come on. But I'm going to be obedient because I love him. I'm thankful to him. Amen. Amen. Okay, read. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, Being confident in this very thing, that he which began a good work in you will perform it into the day of Jesus Christ. And see, church, some of us, every once in a while, we need to stop and we need to say, wait a minute. When I gave my life to Jesus, God started a work on the inside of me. Amen. He Amen. started healing me from anger. He started healing me from bitterness. Mm-hmm. He started healing me from control, from trying to control everything to go my way. He started healing me. And he that started this deliverance in me is going to finish it. Come on. See, your faith daily ought to be on the Lord, in the Lord, for finishing what he started. In changing your heart, your mind, and changing your lifestyle. Amen. Amen. God, you started, Lord. You're going to finish it. Amen. Amen. You started healing me from the bad relationships. And you're going to finish it, Lord. In Jesus' name. See, some of you are now, you are doing things that you didn't think you could do once one time ago. A time ago, you didn't think I could, oh, God, I'd never be able to do that. But now you're doing it. Because, because God got rid of some stuff that was blocking you from doing it. Amen? Some of you working in jobs, working on jobs, amen, that you never thought you would be able to do. But God removed some stuff. And now you're doing it. Amen. And there's some other stuff that need to be removed. God ain't finished. Amen. But you're going to see yourself doing more things, better things, because God healed some stuff in you. Amen. Come on. If we are faithless, do not believe and are untrue to him, he remains true, faithful to his word and his righteous character, for he cannot deny himself. Second Timothy 2.13. Now, see, we got to get that right there, church. If we don't measure up, that doesn't change God in keeping his word to us. In other words, there are some things you know you still jacked up in. All right. But God is meeting your needs. It ain't because you're so good. It ain't because you don't, you don't, do, uh, you don't do drugs anymore. You don't do cussing anymore. Amen. That's good that you don't do drugs. You don't cuss. But you don't do that because you love God. And you're thankful to God for touching you and setting you free. Amen. Amen. But God's going to finish what he started. Amen. Whether you agree with him or not. Hello. Amen. Come on, read. Hey, many times we believe we have to meet requirements to earn God's favor. Come on. You know, that's one of the faults of the church. We, you know, we have dealt, we have raised our kids with that mentality. Do this right, I'll do this for you. And so we take that to the Lord. Now, Lord, I pay my tithes. Come on, Jesus. God said, and? All right. You know, see, I'm going to bless you whether you paid your tithes or not. Mm-hmm. Hello? Paying your tithes, giving your tithes, don't move God to bless you. Hello? God bless you because he determined he was going to bless you anyway. Amen? So you tithe because you love Pleasing God. You give your offering because you love pleasing God. Amen. 
And so God said, see, you ain't doing this here because you're trying to get something out of me. You're doing this because you love pleasing me. Come on, read. B, however, even when we miss the mark, God remains faithful to his word. Oh. Come on. C, we must be aware of turning spiritual activities such as prayer, church attendance, and confessing the word into works. Come on. D, you, you must be aware, you know, your presence in church today, you need to make sure it's out of your love for God and your love for your church. And your desire to not forsake the assembling of yourself. Period. Amen. Don't allow your church attendance to give you some uh, right. Because it doesn't give you any rights. It doesn't give you any favor, any blessing. When you come to church, you're going to get this word. If you had had not come to church, you would have missed this word. Amen. Okay, go ahead. D, to keep out of this self-deception, we must keep first things first. Our relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and our trust in him. Come on. E, it all boils down to trust. And all that we do in faith, we should do so trusting in God's ability and his faithfulness. Now, all we do in faith, I mean, we should do trust in God's ability and God's faithfulness. Amen. Amen. See, we need to fire ourselves. Right. You know, see, our, our discipline will never get us a blessing from God. Right. Our discipline will never move God's hand. God's going to bless you because he committed to bless you. Amen. Amen. So you need to tell the devil, you know, my conduct of good behavior didn't get this blessing from me. Right, right. And so my conduct of bad behavior can't keep the blessing from me. So you're going to have to, you're going to, have to say that with your mouth because you need to hear that truth. See, because some of us, we, we do. Some of us, we obey God and we expect certain privileges from God because we obey God. We look at other, other members other people, and we judge them because we don't do this no more. God said, you know what? It's good that you don't do this no more, but you ain't doing, you're not doing this because of your discipline. You're doing it because God delivered you. God set you free. So you need to look at your life, what you used to do and what you used to be, and say, God, thank you for setting me free. I'm not like that anymore. I used to fly off at the hammer, like a, used to fly off at the hand. Amen. Oh, my God. People could not cross me. But now I got grace to cover their conduct, to cover their comments. Come on. To cover their actions. Amen. I don't need to go off. I don't need to, I don't need to defend myself. I'm already defended. I'm already been defended. Amen. Come on. See, we already have spiritual blessings within our born-again spirits. See, we already, we need to know, point to yourself. In my born-again spirit. In my born-again experience. I already have blessings. I already have blessings. Anointing to bring them to pass. Anointing to bring them to pass. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Meditate on that. That'll bless you. Because already in your spirit, there's anointings to bring the blessing of God to pass in your family for you in every way that you need. Amen. Come on. However, we must learn how to transfer those blessings into the physical realm. Come on. One, the enemy tries to stop us by causing us to question our right standing with God. <laughs> How many of you don't, some of us, we battle on a regular basis mm-hmm. of our, of our, with, with the struggle of our rights. Mm-hmm. Amen. You really don't have a right. You, you know, you, you, you cussed somebody out the other day. Right now. You know, you seen so-and-so walking down. You could have gave them a right. You didn't want them in your car. Come on. See, you are a hypocrite. 
You need to tell the devil you a lie. You know, I'm guilty of not wanting them in my car. But I'm not coming under any curse in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See, we got to know our position in Christ. Amen. We got to know our position. See, we have received the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When we gave our life to Christ, God moved us out of no and he moved us into yes. You are blessed. Amen. Amen. And so you need to declare that over your children. You need to declare that over your finances. You need to declare that over the anointings that you need. You need to declare that in every part of your life. I'm blessed. God says yes. It's working. It's being turned around. It's being changed for my goodness. In Jesus' name. Come on, read. A, he attacks our position of righteousness by causing us to question whether we are truly righteous by faith only. See, now this is what we have to renew our minds. That, you know, I have a right to healing. Not because I fed myself right, I exercised and got plenty of sleep. I have a right to healing because of what Jesus took on him for me. Amen. And with his stripes... He took it upon him for me. I'm healed. Amen. See, your heart has to be changed. Your mind has to be changed. You're not healed because you got the right medication. You're not healed because you lay down for a good time, enough time. You heal because Jesus took upon you the sickness and all of the diseases that pertain to that condition. And you heal by his stripes. Amen. Amen. So it's by the stripes of Jesus that healing comes through and brings you delivered from that sickness, that condition. Amen. Okay, go ahead. B, those who are declared righteous live by faith and grace reigns through our righteousness. Romans chapter 5 verse 21. Now read that one more time, Pastor. Those who are declared righteous live... are declared righteous. Amen. And so, now here's the promise that flows, the operation of this flow. Read it. Those who are declared righteous live by faith, and grace reigns through our righteousness. Grace, the power of God to do what we need to do. The power of God to change what needs to be changed. To open doors, to shut doors. It reigns through our faith. Amen. Go ahead. Romans 5 verse 21 says, So that just as sin has reigned in death, so grace, his unearned and undeserved favor, might reign also through righteousness, right standing with God, which issues in eternal life through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, our Lord. Now what was, this, what was the judgment of Adam and Eve, what was the judgment that God said? If you eat from this tree, you should surely die. Should surely die. And so He said, "What reigns through death?" He says, "So that just as sin has reigned in death, sin reigned in death." Amen. See where your mind shut down. Amen. Sin gets to take it. Sin takes it over. And starts developing sin consciousness. Start developing sin behavior. Sin ways. Amen. But by the righteousness of God. See this is what you have received in Christ. You receive. You have become righteous. The righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus. Amen. So when you go to God. And, and, and declaring or confessing. Or, or receiving God's promise, you need to know based upon this, not your behavior, not your conduct, based upon this promise, you receive it. I receive it, God, based upon the word of God, through the righteousness of God. The blessings, the power, the anointing has come and it's released to unloose my blessing, unloose what I need for me and my family, what I need for me and my church. What I need for me in the workplace, the atmosphere of the workplace in my job. In Jesus' name. 
So just as sin has reigned in death, so grace, his unearned and undeserved favor, might reign also through righteousness, right standing with God, which issues in eternal life through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, our Lord. Amen. And that's what we stand on that right there. Amen. We, we, so the subject is what? Grace. Amen. And we obtain grace by faith. Faith in God. Amen. To give us the ability, to give us the ability to discipline ourselves, to practice uh, control in our habits, in our speaking, in our action. Amen. It's the grace of God that comes in and gives our action strength to please God. Amen. Amen. And so we stand on the word of God and we see ourselves delivered with blessings all over us. Our needs met in Jesus' name. That's the gospel of God. Amen. Amen. That's why we come to Jesus. We didn't come to Jesus because we're going to be some we're going to become some such a great person. We came to Jesus because we were tired. We were dead in sin. And we wanted to live again. Amen. We wanted to live, I mean, under God's blessings, under God's righteousness. And that's what we got. Amen. In Christ. Amen. Praise God. The gospel is right there. It's the grace of God that enables us to do what pleases God. Amen. Father, bless you, these your people. Pour out the anointing and revelation of grace and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen, amen and Amen. Praise God. Brother Greg, will you come into this? this